Welcome to The Buff Show, a show brought to you by Mountain Buff Real Estate. We are dedicated to chasing down the buffs of the world and bringing their expertise right to you. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Buff Show. Today, we have a market update for you guys for August 2023. So we are going to be reviewing July's numbers and... uh, it's going to be a good one. I got Austin here with me. Yeah, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. It's good to be back in here. It's good to have you back. So first thing we're going to cover is new listings. So new listings is down 26%. So July of 2022, there was 4,600. We're up to 6,200. And this is a count of the properties that have been newly listed on the market in a given month. Sorry, last year was 6,200. This year, we're 4,600. Less homes coming up on the market, which is interesting. We were mm-hmm. both kind of surprised when we saw that. Yeah. Any thoughts? Yeah, I think it's just what the the Fed's trying to do is working, right? They're, they're trying to create less flow of money, less movement. And it's kind of stagnant right now with, yeah. with interest rates where they are. Sellers don't want to get rid of their current interest rate or they might own it outright. I actually saw... of American homeowners own it outright. No way. And so to go from that to going to getting a seven and a half percent mortgage. Right. You know, people are just saying, nah, I'll wait. That's what I, that's exactly my thought. I think people are just ready. They're just waiting. They're not willing to, like the pain for them to change isn't big enough for what they would have to pay in like the interest rate increase in their monthly payments. Yeah. Because for somebody to swap, straight across if they're at three percent going to six or seven percent for the same house payments are going to double yeah so they're waiting i i have to say this a little bit of tangent maybe but i empathize with sellers waiting because of current market conditions due to what we just said right more than i empathize with buyers waiting right because buyers just don't want to sign up for that that interest rate however what they're not thinking about is what's going to happen to home prices when it does drop. Right. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like you have to it's like a cliff you have to jump off. Yeah. Cuz and another thing to note is like if you're renting, I mean if you have a very cheap housing situation right now, I mean good for you that's awesome. But if you're renting, rent's 100% interest. So getting into a place there's still deals to be had where you can find something that needs some work or rent out a basement apartment or something Mm -hmm. and still get your feet in. Like Austin came on a year, year, over a year ago. About a year and a half almost. And he's picked up how many properties now? Uh, Like five, some, yeah, about five. Five properties, year and a half, like incredible. And it's funny because like I have bought two properties in that time. Yeah, yeah. And you bought five. And for me, it's just like, because I remember the good old days when, deals were easier to find but you alex like you guys have just been like like you're used to this environment you're like well we'll just make the best yeah. out of it and you're you're <laughs> yeah. going for it so yeah. no kudos to you so pending sales is next i'll cover this one so pending sales is a count of the properties on which offers have been accepted in a given month so last year we were 3500 this year we're 3,100, we're down about 11%. So mm-hmm. 11% less pending sales year over year. Yep. Okay, close sales. 
So from last July to this July, we are down 9.3%. So there's about 10% less transactions going on in uh, July of 2023 than last year. Crazy. It makes sense. So, yep. So days on market till sell. I love this one. So last year, 27 days on market on average. This year, and so days of market is the average number of days between when the property is listed and when the offer is accepted. So this isn't till closing. This is just like listed the contract. How many days does it take for you to find a buyer? 27 was last year, July of last year. And, and this is kind of when the Fed started hiking mm-hmm. rates last year. So people were still, yeah, I mean, getting that shock. Before, I mean, you were like 14, 20, like a lot less. July of 2023, we're on average 47 days of market, which is a 74% increase on time on market. Let me ask you, so you said you love this one. Why? I, I just like talking about this one. It's, I, I think we were spoiled for a while and everybody's used to like putting your house up on the market on a Wednesday and mm-hmm. then accepting offers on the Monday. Like, yeah, that, that was a crazy time and it was awesome while it lasted, but that's definitely not the norm. And if you look at the chart, like even going back to 2008, 2009, like the averages back then were like 120 to 130 yeah. days on market on average. So we're still like a long ways away from like how bad it could get yep. if things were actually sitting that long. But I'm seeing it on yeah. my listings. Like there's listings I have that I'm just like, are you not selling? But so when I did come on a year and a half ago, our cycle, I remember this is what we would do. We would, we would list on a Tuesday or Wednesday, yep. the new property. We would advertise the open house for that weekend. Uh-huh. And then by that Monday or Tuesday of the next week, we would be reviewing five to eight offers. Yeah. So the, our cycle literally was seven days so, when I first started. And that's when I had to bring Austin on because I'm like, dude, I cannot keep up with the, this workflow. Like I need help. Yeah. And it's definitely changed. Yeah. And yeah, now it's a month and a half, two months. <laughs> and now it's like, well, I guess we'll do another open house. Like yeah. I have properties right now that I've done four or five open houses on. Like yeah. they're just, it's sticky, but it's it's sitting and that's, yeah. It's okay. And I think that's what you have to realize is that is okay. And it's normal. But, it's it's more normal than than a week, two weeks, yeah. right? That's why I like this one so much is because days on market until sale, that's such a good indicator of the health of the market. Right. Right. So we've talked about it before, but zero to three months of days on market, that is a seller's market. Right. And then about three to six, that's a really healthy market where it's it's balanced between buyers and seller market. And anything over six, that's a buyer's market. Right. So we're definitely still in that seller's market. Yeah. Yeah. It it could be it could be a lot worse for sure yeah. here. Median sales price. So July last year, our median sales price was five hundred and ten thousand dollars. This past month, so July twenty twenty three. We came down to four hundred and eighty-seven thousand, so that's a four point five percent decrease in sales price. Crazy, yeah. I mean, it's interesting because a graph we've come down, and now we're like going back up. Like our lowest point was 
like February, January, February-ish, where we were about 7 to 8%. I guess April, we were... 10%, basically. 10%. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're actually getting better than yeah. where we were this spring. But I think that was comparing... I mean, if you're comparing January, February of 2022 to 2023, like rates were still really low. They hadn't mm -hmm. spiked yet. Mm -hmm. So that's where you're going to see that big biggest change yeah versus now we're comparing high interest rates to high, high interest, interest rates, rates almost yeah. so but still five percent that's a significant amount what are you there 20 20 thousand yeah. dollars so good more than 20 it's uh it's definitely changed some average sales price is just another way of looking at that same number which is interesting hmm this is odd yeah this is weird <laughs> So your your average. So let's talk about median and average. So median, you have all the cells and you just start whacking them off until you find the middle one. So median's kind of the middle one. Um, that one was 5%. Average is you add them all up and then you divide them by the number, how like how many units there were that sold. Mm -hmm. And that gives you the average price. So average price were only 0.4% off, which De is crazy. Yeah, decrease of 0.4%. Right. So... Yeah, the difference between median and average is there's a 4% difference in, in what that's saying. That, I mean, I don't know if I'm I'm paid enough to be able to dive into <laughs> what, what makes up that 4%. Well, people it, with cash just So so what makes what makes that difference are these super expensive properties that kind of skew the the average. So I know uh, economists typically like to use median. It's a little bit Do more they? accurate, yeah, because the average can be skewed by those outliers. Yeah, either. if you get like a, a, a few 14 or 15 or 20 million cells exactly. in a market in a month, like that's going to skew it. Yeah. And this is definitely like, this is the the where we've seen the biggest change between average and median. Most of the time we were pretty close, yeah. but right now we're almost... I mean, we're a solid 4% off. Most of the other ones, we were just like a percent or two off. So my guess is, is the, the people that are skewing that average, they, they're not affected by these interest rates right. because they're just paying cash. Right. So I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Percent of original list price received. So this is figuring out, you got the sales price and what percentage did they get of their, their sales price? So last year, sellers were getting about 98%. Now we're about 97%. So we're only down 1.1%. So there's still some wiggle room on average when you're looking at what sellers are taking. Not as much as I would have thought though. No. I guess our prices aren't down quite like they were. So it just shows you how, how robust our Utah real estate market is. Like it's, it's resilient, I should yeah. say. Yeah, it is. I went to the next one. Which one are you uh, on? Housing affordability. Housing affordability. This this is always the one that trips us up, or, <laughs> yeah. or I should say Ben. I mean, it, it's basically the how affordable the housing market is. Yeah, yeah. So based on what people make compared to based on what people are spending on houses here in Utah, they have this metric. So using this metric, they are saying that this July, it is less affordable than it was last July. And it's less affordable by about 6.7%. Hmm. Again, crazy. we know it's it's caused because of interest rates going so much higher, but home prices not coming down enough to offset those monthly payments. 
It's perfect. I love that definition. That was awesome. Nice. <laughs> okay, inventory of homes for sale, the number of properties available for sale in active status at the end of any given month. So July of 2022, we were about 13,000. July of 2023, we're about 10,000. So we're about a 19% change there. And this is kind of going off of what we, the first one we were talking about, active homes, I think. There's just a lot less people willing to make a move. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it, they're they're crunching their numbers. And if they were going to make a move, it's we'd sell our house, we'd make this much and we'd have to buy this and our payments would be this much. And they're just like, it's not worth it. Yeah. So a lot of people are just sitting on the fence, hanging tight, doing remodels, making their situation work yeah. and not not making those changes. So. What's What's interesting is if you held the same amount of buyers from last July to this July, but you had that 20% decrease in homes for sale, economics would say prices would shoot up. Right. Right. It would, it would actually go up. But we just talked about prices have gone down, which tells us that the amount of buyers has also gone down if prices were able to drop. Right. Too. So yeah. just it's like we said, it's a little stagnant. Like both sides aren't really willing to to make a big move right now. No. It is it is stagnant, stagnant market right now. Yeah. Yeah. Month supply of inventory. Yep. Here we go. So last July we had three months supply of inventory compared to this July, we have three point three months of inventory or a ten percent increase. So Basically, correct me if I'm wrong. What that means is if no sellers were to put their house on the market starting today, buyers would run out of houses to buy in 3.3 months yep. from now. Yep. Yep. So it is, we are creeping up there. I mean, in 2021, we were 1.3 months. Supply, Jeez. And we're up to 3.3. So a significant change, but only a 0.3% change from last year, but that mm. equates to be about a 10% change. So not an ins- insignificant amount. There's, I mean, we do have more more listings. There's more for people to choose from. They're not gone off the shelf, yeah. like in a matter of days. Yeah. So it's nice. Buyers can think about it. They can kind of date the house a little bit, see if they like it, see if it's something they want to form a long-term relationship with. And it, it is nicer in those regards. So yeah, it's easier on buyers. So one other thing I want to cover is just like, I just ran a search active homes on the market today versus a year ago. So as of today, August 16th, there are 88,632 homes on the market. Last year there were 9,559. So we're down 9.7% as far as inventory on the market, which is Quite a bit, but going back, it's, yeah. just what we, it's hard for people to make those big changes right now with interest mm-hmm. rates and everything. What are you seeing rates at right now? Rates? So for a 30-year conventional loan, we're looking at like 7.3, yeah, 7.4, which is crazy because just, I don't know, six months ago, my investment loan, which investment loans typically carry a higher higher interest rate, we're at 7.3 on that investment loan. So now the average... <sighs> homeowner is paying the same as what an investor would have paid you know, four to six months ago. Yeah. It is crazy. That's wild. Yeah. It's so that that's the biggest hiccup in the market. So, and in, in like what Austin was talking about in the beginning, everybody's like they're fence sitting and they're like, well, I'm waiting for rate rates to come back down. If rates come back down, 
house prices are just going to go whoosh, because people just look at their monthly payments and it will be become more affordable from an interest rate perspective. But when you're paying 20 or 30 or 40 grand above mm-hmm. asking, like it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, It kind of just, the pendulum's already always there in the middle. So if you're needing to get into a house, our advice is figure out a way to make it work now because there are advantages to having a higher interest rate that you can change in the future and right. getting a lower purchase price than buying a house at a lower interest rate, but having to compete with 10 other buyers and multiple offers. And you have to make a decision tonight if you want this. Like yep. that, That's a stressful situation to be in. And if they drop interest rates to say 5%, we're going to have a flood of people like, oh, this is the time. Let's put our house yeah. up for sale. Let's do this. And right. It'd be interesting to see what happens. But my bet is you're going to get a lot of people off the fence in the game, and it's going to cause that reaction yeah. of prices to jump up. Maybe not like they did right. in the past, but I think it'll still be pretty strong where there'll be a, a lot more competition there. I, I wonder the same thing. So if if you're not going to buy right now and you do have to wait because you can't afford the monthly payment, there might be there might be a bright side to waiting. I don't know. But the way I visualize it is right now there's both a funnel for buyers and that funnel's being backed up, right? Yeah. So many buyers are like, well, we want to move. We want to you know get a bigger house, but we're waiting. So there's just this huge backup of buyers. Right. But then on the other side, I think there is a huge on the other other funnel, if you will. Yeah, for there's sellers. A, yeah, for sellers, there's a big backup of sellers. So maybe so it'll when, balance out. Exactly. When rates drop, will all these sellers now say, "Oh, now I can get into that new house." So let's list ours, and it'll offset, and maybe prices won't skyrocket. Hopefully, as, that'd be amazing if it did. That would be best case scenario. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're definitely probably not going to go down. We can guarantee that. Yeah. Because I think you'll there's just no have, reason for them to go down. Right. You'll just have an influx of buyers. Yeah. And and hopefully a lot more sellers, which will give us more inventory, but there'll just be more transactions going around. Yeah. Honestly. We'll, so we'll be busy. We will we would be busy. Who knows about prices though? Right. So anyways, well, hopefully this update was helpful, informative. We like to do these. It just gives you guys a pulse on the market, what we're seeing. it. We definitely fill a plateau, like mm. listings are sitting longer. We got a lot of stuff that's just taken longer to sell. There are those situations where homes are moving really fast. Um, we've seen that too. So just depends on the property and everything right now. But hopefully this was informative. We'll put all the graphs in the, the notes here and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy and reach out to us if you need anything. Till next time. Thanks, guys.